sacred rituals, and a cosmic community to enchant your mystical life. This podcast feels like soulful conversations by the fire and under the desert stars. As if you are hanging with your best friends, talking about purpose, the cosmos, and the divine journey we are all on. My name is Anna Alic, and this is the Topanga Moon Podcast. back to Topanga Moon Podcast. If you're new here, welcome to this moon-loving, soul-expansive, just amazing community. (laughs) And for all of you friends of the podcast, those who have been long-time listeners, how are you? Welcome back. So happy to be here. So happy for a another episode of the podcast. I am recording in a very unique location (laughs) and I'm so excited about this. This is kind of maybe experimental. Um, I'm podcasting to the plants right now. (laughs) So I'm up back up in this beautiful lake region, Radu Canals region. Um, It's called Chafee's Lock, little, little town out near Kingston, Ontario, up at the cabin, at my boyfriend's family's cabin, and they created this really beautiful garden for me to start and experiment with gardening. (laughs) So I've set up today's podcast, and possibly future podcasts, maybe not interviews, but definitely solo episodes where I'm podcasting with the plants, I mean, this is a beautiful, high vibrational space. I'm hoping these plants get to, you know, hear this conversation along with all of you and we'll see, we'll see how they go. They've been growing pretty good so far and I'm excited to get my hands in the dirt and just become a better gardener and really learn how to grow my own food, um, which I think goes along with the theme of the month. Just being more independent, self-sovereign, creating things on your own, trusting your own intuition, being a creative vessel for your unique expression. I mean, I think that is what this month is about, and that is what we're going to be discovering on today's solo episode, I want to get into the June energy update, along with a little bit of cabin life and my Victorian dream house design inspiration and curiosities and all of that good stuff in today's podcast episode. But definitely um, energetic upgrades or sorry, upgrades. I mean, maybe we're getting an energetic upgrade. I don't know. But energetic update of the month of June. What's happening in the cosmos? This is a cosmic podcast. So we got to get on it. I'm, I mean, I'm going to tell you 
as I've told you before, I'm not an astrologer. I am quite the researcher. Love to do the research. Five one here, all about speaking the information, researching the information, and sharing that in my own unique way. And that's what this podcast is all about. Um, so yeah, the June energy update. First of all, how's everyone doing? I feel like times are wild and we all need to really be loving to each other and just open and use this time. I mean, we're in Gemini season. It's all about communication. I know we're in a retrograde, but this is the time to converse with each other, learn from each other, hold space for open dialogue. Um, I really think that's the path forward and that's what's going to bring us the most potent and beautiful information. Um, I'm just so grateful right now. I'm just sitting out by this garden. If you could see it, I have my laptop, my mic, all put on the ledge of this raised garden and I'm talking to my plant friends as I have been pretty much every single night as I've watered them. I feel like that makes a difference. Consciousness is real. We can communicate with the plant world. Speaking of communicating with the plant world, if you haven't checked out my podcast episode with um, psychic herbalist Emily Hamilton, go check that out. It's all about talking and communicating with the plant world and really such a beautiful practice and something that we can all do and we can all harness and I feel like this is the summer of gardening I mean I know people were doing it more last year but I've seen more people post about it and talk about it and people are are really wanting to connect more with nature or at least that's what my hope is and gardening is such a beautiful way of doing that and that is a little bit about you know, that connection to the land and, you know, talking about cabin life here and being in the woods and away from the city and just like really seeped in nature, um, learning from the plants, learning patience. That's a huge thing I'm learning from this gardening experience. And I was watching a live the other day of, of Jazz the Moon Mother. If you follow her, she's amazing. I'm just so infinitely inspired by all of her words and her wisdom and her shares. And she's really truly living her presence and such a, as she says, she's a remembrance of, of presence. But um, she talks about patience in such a beautiful way. And, and I'm really experiencing that with the, with gardening and knowing that, you know, you have to plant the seeds or and have the patience to allow things to grow in their own time and nature has its own rhythm and its own perfect alignment in time and what we can do is just hold reverence for that time and she spoke about it in terms of our goals and and that is what I feel like is connected to this month of June, this energy of communicating your desires and really being that conduit and holding that space and patience for 
what you desire to come into your life. And just like, you know, growing in the garden, holding that patience and that patience for so long. I, I mean, I'm a double Gemini. I am, a, I have a rising in Libra. I'm all air. I am in the clouds. I am daydreaming. And with my mind moving so fast, patience was always something I tried to avoid. And, um, and then learning more about being my sacral generator energy type, knowing that the best way for me to cultivate my life is through response to what the universe gives me. And sometimes there is nothing to respond to. And it's in those moments of practicing patience, of practicing the just the the reverence and holding ritual and just honoring that the space the space between where you are to where you want to be and I think that's such a just a beautiful metaphor the connection of the garden and we can remind ourselves and and really use this month the Gemini season Um, I know we're in a retrograde but allowing our our voice, our message to be the conduit of change and creation. So how can you use words in a powerful way to create the life that you want to see around you? And maybe it's also just an acknowledgement that you have everything you need right now. Um, Yes, I have goals and things I want to achieve and accomplish and create all of my scripts, all of my film working. But it's knowing that I have such a beautiful life now. Um, And those other experiences are just going to add richness to my life and will all come in divine timing. I also see that there's this, there's this emergence of a new, just new ways of being and new ways of our different industries. And I see filmmaking shifting in such a massive way in the next year or two. And really about honoring the individual messages and and truths and sharing that in a really pure way. I also learned about my gene keys, which I think, yeah, it was a gene key 12, I believe was my main one. And looking into it, it's quite the mysterious gene key, (laughs) but it had this movement from and it says from vanity to purity from vanity to purity and I correlated that to my filmmaking work when it comes to you know for so long chasing the vanity chasing the external validation for what I present in a in a space of vanity um, and moving to purity. So what is purity? Purity is like from the heart, from the soul, from the highest expression, from what wants to be shared and communicated and allowing that to be the vehicle for for my work and moving from those spaces. And what a, I mean, the ego wants to hold on to vanity for sure. Um, but so much of that was never moving forward and 
allowing this new space of purity to emerge and and purity comes from the authentic soul and and being in your truth and your own unique expression not borrowing from others not letting outside influences influence you um, but really standing true in that patient moment of knowing that your your voice and your message is so uniquely divinely given to you so yeah that's that's quite the <laughs> expansive tangent I just went on but let's get into the June energy update what's happening in June um like I said it's Gemini season as you know I'm a double gem which is you know it's quite the powerful Gemini combination is there any other double gems out there like does anybody listening have their sun in Gemini and their moon in Gemini because let me tell you it is it is wild in my mind at all times and I would love to relate to somebody else who has that experience luckily I have the Libra rising which really is a soothing balancing of all the energetics but a lot of air the Gemini moon definitely overpowers so many times I am just wanting to burst out with information uh but my 5-1 keeps me on track and keeps me in the researching you know researching mode making sure that um I am presenting facts in in credible ways and and really through through knowledge which I think is so powerful knowledge that is not um not instructed by anything outside of you but but the real real knowledge from many sources and experiences and intuition and life experience and all of those beautiful things so june um we are in a mercury retrograde as i said many things coming to light with that which you know continues that theme of the five years so 2020 was a four year and i think i spoke about this on a previous podcast but that's all about you know the things coming to light being unearthed and five year is a continuation of that but just on a higher scale um just faster and you know I've seen this within my own family and and friends and um hearing experiences about you know things that cannot be hidden anymore things coming to light truth being unearthed and we're in this very interesting time where you can't always trust the the things that are being shared and everyone has their own version of the truth and even ideas of what is true and what sources are real and this is where the independent Aquarius age self-sovereign justice alignment comes into play where we really need to enact our own understandings from a pure place from our own heart knowings from our own experiences and and look deeply at all things and ask questions always 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 asking questions 
But there's a lot of things that are being amplified right now. A five-year was also about kind of destruction. So dismantling, dismantling old systems. There's a lot of old systems that were keeping people in harm and in um, destructive patterns. But I think the five-year in combination with this kind of independence and seeking of justice and the truth of the Aquarius age is really allowing people to step forward and being seen in their own self-sovereign way and holding their own truth and I think that's really beautiful Um, people are showing up for themselves and not being afraid of any kind of criticism or judgment or anything like that and standing in their truth and I think that's so beautiful and powerful and we can honor those people and really come together in a, in a union. So like I was saying, there's this, you know, space between here and your desires. So that is another kind of idea that I've had or energetic that has come up within what this June month is about. The energy of June is, is holding the space for your desires and reverence. How can you hold the vision as holy as something that is on its way, as our divine right, as already here. So we are in a Mercury retrograde, so communication is a bit off as as usual for Mercury retrograde. So I don't know if you've been feeling that. Um, even as a Gemini, like communication is like ingrained into my energetic expression. And I'm even finding moments where I'm you know don't know if I want to talk about a topic on a podcast or or feeling like um I shouldn't share certain information and I think that has you know ties to this this mercury retrograde and and the fears of being misinterpreted or misunderstood and all of those things but um we have to hold that with um with just like loving um understanding and continuing forward and knowing that um, when we are really in our honest truths that and also anchored in love I think that's always the most important place that no matter what when we're anchored in love we have a place and we are able to to share if that makes sense So we have a new uh, moon solar eclipse coming up on June 10th, and that's going to be a communication overload (laughs) where the sun and the moon align with Mercury um, solar eclipses. I mean, eclipses are all about unearthing and sharing and revealing. Um, So that's going to be an interesting kind of portal the solar eclipse on the june 10th so what else do we have here we have june 14th there's going to be we're going to experience the second of three consecutive saturn uranus squares that are taking place throughout the course of 2021 and this planetary connection only happens once every 20 years so this Saturn Uranus square on June 14th 
is going to create some serious clashes and shifts when it comes to blending old structures with new ways of thinking. Once again, um, Aquarian age symbols and also um, this five year. So Saturn is the planet of rules. So during the course of these tense square aspects, its restrictive energy will try to find ways to maintain tradition and cling to the past. So that's a good thing to remember. You're going to see systems trying to hold on for dear life <laughs> in many ways. Um, and then we have rebellious Uranus. And Uranus is the planet of sudden change, which will encourage shakeups of the status quo and futuristic innovations. And I feel like we're already seeing a lot of that. We're seeing discussions on different ways of being and innovative uh, thinking and just so many so many new discoveries and so many new ways of being and it's really interesting to see that 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 clash of the old systems moving new systems coming in and our place within it all and we can all just be the observers of these and allow our own intuition to to guide us so this aspect challenges us to be more progressive and question authority figures in our life so asking more questions about the people who are you know giving us the information while also completely rethinking what's possible as a collective and I think this is amazing and especially when I think about our health wellness as beings and as a planet coming together in a collective way to rethink and to start to ask questions of like what can be possible what have we not thought of before is there new modalities ways of being that hasn't been shared that's really going to unite us and allow us to thrive and just become more in union with the planet and we're in this like really critical time where our planet it needs that rethinking in new ways and new structures to find beautiful ways of of healing the planet so um this could manifest in changes to foundational elements in our lives or society at large and will force uh, us to face the future in some ways. So you want to pay attention to the vibes as they are echoed to us one more time in December. And that's going to be the final Saturn Uranus square of the year. What else do we got coming up in June? I mean, I feel like we already have so much happening. <laughs> So, um, we have a summer solstice on June 20th, which is so beautiful. I love the summer solstice. It's one of my favorite times of year. We're just honoring the light, uh, honoring the summer moments, and it's a beautiful time to ritualize and just, I feel like we're ramping up for that. It's going to be, um, just a beautiful celebration of our earth. So the summer solstice marks a time of celebration, of honoring light and the connection to the sun. There are many festivals that honor this day, and there's been so many things built 
monuments that commemorate this time through our ancestors and all over the world and and you see this all over the world and it's so amazing to see how much the summer solstice was revered and appreciated and loved and just celebrated so summer teaches us patience um another key aspect of this month when you know we are in this gemini season and gemini you know quick-witted very fast so much information communication wants to charge forward like all of these interesting themes where um we're also being called to bring in patience but i love this new definition of patience as i was sharing of a time where we're honoring and revering so it's not like we're not doing anything but we're holding space and space can be active space can be filled with ritual and reverence and doing and um just showing our love for something and all of that active energy is allowing the thing to come forward and summer is all about that summer is active summer is vibrant summer is blossoming everywhere and there's patience in that because it comes in in its own time but in the in-between there's that space in between where so much amazing beautiful things can come forward and that is that is real patience patience is not just waiting around patience is holding space being in your in your space for receiving and allowing and trusting the universe to align the beautiful things for you and that's so courageous to like have that trust and that faith that what you're calling out is is on its way it's already here just moving through some 3d realities to get to you but um just like you know our plants the metaphor of the plants in the garden they're already they're already here it's just we're perceiving it in a in a certain way of, of it growing but it, everything in that seed already has all the things for it to grow into the tomato the kale the lettuce the basil the all of the things so yeah so summer teaches patience the fruit is green until it's ripe and you can't rush it. Um, something of a slow, sure rhythm of the time will enter into us. So this all comes from Mystic Mama, by the way. No, we can't hurry things. But if we just relax and let things go, things will reach their fullness without effort or egos striving on our part. And as we watch the ripening and the flowering and the fruiting all around us, we can't help but be moved by and grateful for the generosity of Earth Mother who gives what we need so unstingly. (laughs) Summer is a perfect time to discover our Earth connection by receiving her gifts with respect, taking only what we need and doing what we can to minimize our impact on the delicate balance of the planet. We strengthen and nourish the bond we were given a birth with the great parent who sustains us all. And this comes from Mystic Mama 
all about summer solstice. So summer, we're here and the energies are perfect for all of us to create and share and have that reciprocal connection to our planet and to all of our resources that are always going to be given to us when we are in that space of creation and connected to our highest expression of of authenticity and uniqueness so what else we have coming up okay so we have a strawberry full moon coming up strawberry full moon i remember a time when we did a strawberry full moon party photo shoot and it was beautiful and magical and i loved it it's one of my favorite moons i mean june is my birth month and gemini season and full-on summertime when we hit june 24th for the strawberry full moon and it's just a beautiful amazing time to ritualize with the with the summer moon and be out in nature to ritualize you can be outside show honor i mean the last full moon we had was was a lunar eclipse and it was so powerful and strong and and then we have this strawberry full moon with its beauty and creativity and gentleness and gorgeous colors and vibrancy um and i'll be sure to share a strawberry full moon ritual for you all will definitely be taking place outside i'll i'm doing more video content so you'll be able to see some of my ritual spaces and it's really about creating the space for for all the rituals all right and we've also got (laughs) we have so many things happening this month so we have jupiter and neptune will begin their annual retrograde periods which means that four out of the five outer planets will be backspinning by the end of june thankfully both jupiter and neptune's retrogrades are relatively chill they're going to be chill so jupiter retrograde 2021 on june 20th will help us to expand our minds jupiter's great jupiter is all about expansion and bigness and abundance so like let's get our abundance here on june 20th allowing us to integrate paradigm shifts we're in a huge moment of paradigm shifts and new philosophies on life um this is what i was talking about before bringing in the new thinking the aquarian age neptune retrograde 2021 begins on june 25th and will pull down the veil of our fantasies allowing us to see reality without the rose-colored glasses so once again an opportunity to see what's what's real and what's there and um more unearthing of what we might have felt or been in kind of a fantasy dream world especially when you're in gemini i mean gemini is the dreamer all about being up in the clouds so neptune's here to help us out and uh let us see some of the real real stuff going on once again always through our own perspective our own experiences we can always bring it back to our highest good and for the highest good of all 
So that's what's happening in June. Um, a lot of things. I'm most excited for the strawberry full moon. I love full moons. I love new moons. The new moon's going to be great too. It's in Gemini. I don't know what the strawberry full moon's in, but I'll have a look and I'll share that as well. But that's going to be really great. Um, I mean, I think any ritual that you do around full moons is, is really powerful when you're doing like a letting go ceremony, letting go of things. Um, whereas new moons, you want to really start your intentions and see how they shift throughout the month but yeah use words especially I mean I guess for the the June full moon we're going to be in cancer season which is all about feelings so you're going to want to feel it out and have strong intentions and just beautiful earth reverence you can do a flower offering for the earth you can do a garden ritual, a burning ritual with a with a campfire outside. So many, so many opportunities to ritual, ritualize. All right, so cabin life. Um, I want to share a little bit about my cabin life here, spending some beautiful summer moments out in the wilderness, out in Chafee's Locks as I was sharing before. Um, This season, being out here is all about creation for me. I really want to tap into the abundance of creation, the inspiration that's all around me. The more I go out to the garden, or I did like a country drive the other day, and I got floods of inspiration, doing runs to the lake, watching the beautiful colors of the sunset every single night. I am just so grateful that I get to be out here and explore and enjoy this cabin life um, for part of the summer. Not sure how long, but definitely influencing um, a lot of my writing work at the moment. I have a short film project in creation in the, you know, writing phase and that takes place at a cabin so I'm really infusing all of this simple living and slower living and the patience the patience of summer with cabin life so cabin life is you know staying up watching the sunset being outside watering the garden sleeping in if I want to (laughs) meditating outside creating beautiful nourishing dinners and meals that are with produce that are in season lots of summer salads um, making spaces beautiful I had this beautiful picnic the other day where I set up in front of the garden I mean I'm going to talk about the garden a lot because it's pretty awesome (laughs) but putting out blankets and pillows getting bouquets of flowers eating summer fruits I juiced some pineapple yesterday and I had that during my picnic outside cabin life is just slower life it's being more in tune with the rhythms it's listening to nature all around it is experiencing nature you know seeing the deer all around me and knowing that when we're in nature we're we are nature it's remembering that we're part of this 
nature system. We're not separate from it. We're not above it. We're not beneath it. We are connected to it. We are a part of it. We are we are nature. And that's something that you remember when you're out in these areas. And another connection is water. Water is always so important and so beautiful. And having that connection to water and really feeling you know wanting to care for water and and wanting to drink the highest quality water is allowing us to remember that water is living water is life this is a big theme of the short film and a lot of my films going forward um because i think that having that remembrance is going to allow us to treat water differently and have a different relationship with water and also on a larger scale because it always you know from the micro to the macro we have this loving relationship with water then we can extend that to communities that need that that require that um and we can allow like look for ways to change the system connect with people connect with communities that are stewarding the water and fighting for our clean water access to water access to the lifeblood of the earth so the more that you can be in relationship and have your own experience with these things the more you'll be you'll feel connected and called to work to bring more harmony and love to all of our water systems it always has to start within the individual that you can then extend that out to the external so I think that's so beautiful and that's such a beautiful rhythm and part of the cabin experience cabin life Um, I hope you all get to go out and experience cabin life for yourself share any inspirations or beautiful moments that you have I had one the other day but it's really sacred so I'm gonna I'm gonna share that I'm gonna keep that for myself (laughs) because sometimes these divine experiences that we have in nature are are really beautiful when we're just witnessing them and allowing them to be a part of our own experience and I think it's so amazing if we can, you know, sometimes have moments where we're not sharing every little aspect of every single moment and really being in the moment. And that's that's true moments of transformation and and um, wonder and awe. And I had this beautiful wonder and awe moment last night. And I just feel so grateful for that. So that's a little bit about my cabin life. Um, I will be sharing more about uh, my gardening experience and nourishing foods. I mean, if you could get out and do more juicing right now, that's amazing for the system. Get more vitamin D, be outside, work in nature. I have a podcast episode where I talk about the health benefits of nature specifically. So if you want to check that one out. And, um, oh, I want to get into this final topic for today's podcast energy, energy update, 
<laughs> podcast episode um my curiosity and, and fascination love of victorian homes and um i don't know if you guys followed the there's these two instagram accounts i love one is called cheap old houses the other one is circa they're run by the same people and they just show these like old you know historical homes for sale cheap old houses is amazing because they're all for such affordable prices and i love that there's this like movement for younger people to and older i mean whoever to purchase property at an affordable price and start their own renovation journey so i don't know if anyone on here is into home decor design renovation i am obsessed with leanne ford and all of her work and really preserving something that's old but updating it and having that beautiful combination and there's so much artistry and love and old stories with old houses and i'm just so into victorian home living right now <laughs> um i was gonna do a whole episode on it but you know maybe for another time if you're interested but yeah I've had a lot of dreams recently about haunted houses that I've been that I've had to bring white light protection to and that's been interesting um I also lived in a Victorian home for eight years when I was living in the city and I've never had any kind of like ghostly experiences there but it was really amazing to live in that space and it felt so much like home it felt so it felt so special to me to be in that space like the apartment had these arched entryways it had really high ceilings um it was built in like 1884 i believe it had a huge wraparound porch it was massive it's so interesting that like back in that time it was kind of a status symbol for the wealthy of the area and the more intricate the more gingerbread like the houses the sweeping porches there was these identifying architectural factors involved in the victorian house era um and then after a while because of you know different things happening in the world and the it became this kind of like symbol that you didn't want to be associated with and kind of the age of the victorian houses died off and new architectural structures took its place but um i find it fascinating that um people who are looking for affordable housing is are buying up these properties that are were deemed like the the rich houses of the time and really you know using creativity and art to infuse so much life into them and I think it's such a cool you know turnaround and connection and I just love the story that old houses brings like you just don't have that with new homes like the creaky old wood beam floors that you find underneath like you know gross carpet or linoleum floors um the moldings the way that the the windows are constructed it's just the intricate outdoor you know designs and the gingerbread like 
I think they're called gingerbread houses, but um, the designs over the, the porches and all of that are just so unique and mystical and magical and kind of creepy looking sometimes. But um, around this area that I'm in, there are so many old homes, old historic homes, and especially on farm properties. And I've just had so much fun driving by them and, and seeing them. And they're all so different and unique and and cool. Um, yeah, it reminds me because a lot of the different areas, it has a, a very American influence here in some of these towns because we're so close to the border. And a lot of people had vacation homes here. And um, even this area called Delta, which is close by, which have, you know, so much history and so many Victorian homes. But um, the the people that came from Vermont, actually from the States, came over to this area of Delta. So there is this like American Gothic influence there. And that area oh, is just so beautiful and cool and so much history and so much interesting architecture. Um, so all this whole area has so much to explore and I've, I've, it feels like, um, some of the homes that I really loved when I went to Savannah on my many trips to Savannah, Georgia. (laughs) And right now I'm writing this project that's kind of has, a you know, it's set in this old Victorian home and, I'm excited to share more about that once once it's ready to go, but I'll say that much. Uh, so I've been just fascinated by learning more about the architecture and hearing about the hauntings and all the mystical, magical experiences. And Savannah has so many of them. I mean, Savannah, Georgia is named one of the most haunted areas in America and so much history, so much interesting stories from there. But yeah, I only have one ghost, one like pretty, I think pretty significant ghost story from <laughs> from a, a, an apartment in the city. And it was my first apartment when I first moved to the city. And it was in this old factory building. So it was probably like a over 100 year old factory turned into lofts. And we lived in the basement loft. And it was really beautiful space like the the spaces were amazing and it had that kind of old factory loft vibe but this one night my roommate was out of town and I was just by myself and you know that moment between and this is the thing where I'm like I don't know if this is real but the the moment between uh being asleep and awake where you're kind of in a dream space but I was like I was super awake and I could see my apartment fully and I could see myself in bed, but it was kind of like you're just getting out of a sleep and there, and I saw this figure of this man above, like standing over my bed and he looked like he had like a white beard and like kind of like an old timey looking outfit and it was just like a flash, like it was just this vivid picture, like this, this I guess ghost appeared (laughs) in my apartment and I was like was he an old factory worker like so that was a place that did have some kind of freaky freaky stories like that but interestingly enough in my other apartment which was a Victorian home I didn't have any any experiences like that but that was one that 
was for me undeniable <laughs> that I saw something but it was so quick and it was kind of like you know in that lucid dreaming state so you're like was that a dream was that real but yeah there's uh there's so many cool stories tied with with old places I mean old places have so much history and so much you know and also so many you know traumatic things happening in those times and hardships and all of that but yeah I've I mean, anyone else into like Ghost Whisperer and all of those cool shows? Like, I am so into that world and that that time frame and just connected to the aesthetics of that time and the clothing and all of that. I find it so interesting. So that's all for today. I hope you enjoy this energy update, cabin life, um, my interests in victorian homes and old homes and design (laughs) um i think that's what i've been i'm looking for in terms of of a place to live at the moment but we'll see i go between that and having a cabin but yeah i hope you have a beautiful day um and that you enjoy the energy of june i have some interviews coming up and one more thing i want to mention which would be a super help and if you could rate and review on iTunes, if you're into this podcast, or if you want to share this podcast, and if you do a, re- a rating or review, and you send it to me to my email, and I'll link the email in the show notes below, I will send you um, a ritual, a summer ritual. So if you rate and review, send me a screenshot of that, and I will send you a ritual and it'll probably be a personal ritual just for you for this summer as a little thank you for helping this podcast and for all of you beautiful amazing souls that continue to join me on this journey thank you i feel your presence and i'm honored by it and i hope you have a beautiful june share any mystical magical stories you have with me that happened to you this june love to hear it All right, have a beautiful day.